Hello, everyone there. Welcome to the second episode of the Something Isn't Right podcast by yours truly, Christian, and my beautiful host, Diamond. Hi. How's everything doing? Going? Swimming? Are you guys doing some swimming? Be careful because there's been an awful lot of shark attacks over in Santa Cruz. Oh my god, yeah, that was terrible. Wait, you're, we're going to make this our second episode? Yeah. Okay. It's okay. I mean, it doesn't have to be time-specific at this point. Um, no, no, they were saying that because of everything that's happening, it's basically causing every animal, because there's no more humans, to go back to their natural habitat. So they've been seeing great whites, like, off the coast that they haven't seen in years. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I had posted on our Facebook... I had posted um, an article about, it was what, Santa Cruz, right? I think so. Surfer that, um, I don't think the shark actually ate him, um, but when he turned up on, I guess, land, he was already dead. Yeah, he got bit or something? Yeah, he was, uh, I guess, I didn't really say too much in the article, but it's on our Facebook page. And then we got like one person that was like, leave sharks alone. Humans shouldn't be, humans should be quarantining anyways. And I was like, bro, I'm not talking shit about sharks. Like, it's just kind of shocking. Like that one internet meme. Leave Brittany alone. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not saying anything against sharks. They're doing what they do. First off, calm down. Are you a human or a shark? Which side are you on, bro? <laughs> I agree. We shouldn't like... Obviously that, I mean, if they're coming in where they usually don't, this guy's just, it's not like he's not self-distancing. He's in the ocean by his fucking self. Yeah. I'm he didn't deserve to die. He was like 26 years old. What are we supposed to not get any sunlight to? <laughs> yeah. We're, we're just like, it's little plants. We need sunlight. One thing we are not on this podcast is conforming. Yeah. I'm ready to get the fook out of our house not a conformist uh very anti anti-establishment very much so but, but yeah it is kind of cool that the animals are kind of coming out a little bit more i mean yeah it's one of those things that you'll see you'll start to see a lot of stuff that we haven't seen in years they were saying they saw coyotes on the uh, joe rogan podcast they were saying they saw coyotes in los angeles just out there running the streets and shit. i believe it they're like there's nobody here you guys want to walk around? There's nobody here. Excuse me. <laughs> That's like going to Disneyland as a coyote on the day that everyone is like, I don't really want to go to Disneyland. There's no lines. They're like, oh, all our favorite shit is open. They're going to roll up like the dogs and uh, the zombie dogs in I Am Legend. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hella, hella pasty. Yeah. <laughs> What's tonight's episode about? So tonight we're going to, speaking of L.A., we're going to talk about the Cecil Hotel. The Cecil Hotel. What exactly is the Cecil Hotel? It's a hotel. No, <laughs> just kidding. Just stay there, get to your sleeps, and you get your mornings. They have continental breakfast. Um, I don't think they do. But They're like, you guys want some eggs? <laughs> you want some eggs and I, bacon? We uh, actually did this episode in the very beginning but we did it after we covered Richard Ramirez, which should have been like a two-part episode. His story is super long. Mm -hmm. So I don't think most of our listeners even heard this information. If you do, like, bravo to you for sticking out. Because I think that was like a two-hour episode. Yeah, right? something like that. Um, but the Cecil Hotel on its own is like just super interesting because it's 
I don't know if it's cursed or maybe it's just like so much bad energy or like the residual energy of like the murders and suicides that have happened there that like it continuously happens. I mean, not like a crazy amount, like it happens every year, but it's something it that, happens over time. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For a while. It's I guarantee it's like a harbor of just bad energy. It has to be. There's no way that the energy in this place is good. After we rattle off, like, the, I have basically just a list of unfortunate things that has happened here, and this isn't even everything. This is, I just kind of condensed it. It's, in in essence, the Cecil Hotel is basically, sorry, I keep saying basically. It is, it is the similar, it's similar to the, that big-ass building in uh, Ghostbusters that was built so that they could harbor all the negative energy. I'm not saying that that's why it was built, but it's similar in that sense. It seems to harbor negative energy and all the, you know, whatever crazy things happen there, it's typically magnified. I would think so, because, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's haunted or there's like some kind of evil energy or presence. I don't think necessarily like maybe it's like an intelligent one, but, you know, I feel like when unfortunate things happen repetitively it could kind of feed that energy and keep yeah. that energy going he's hungry so you guys gave him a little snacky so the cecil hotel is actually now known as stay on main it's been rebranded since 2011 because of its obvious like dark history <laughs> so many companies in the past have tried to do that i mean think about just oh there's a lot of fucked up shit hey let's change the name We'll be good. Let's change the name. Yeah, I mean, they really think people are dumb. I mean, eh. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> well, I mean, it's working for a lot of people if they still have residents. The people who are that ask questions, those are the people that they don't fool. Yeah. Ask questions. Always ask questions. A lot of people die here. Mm, yes. <laughs> I can't lie to you. So it was actually opened in 1925. But it was rebranded in 2011. Right at the end of the fucking Great Depression. <sighs> Terrible. The Cecil became known as um, a budget hotel that attracted a not-so-great crowd. Um, it has about 700 rooms in it, so it's pretty big. That's a good fucking size. Um, I believe half of it was turned into, like, a hostel. So there was... You know, I think it's still like that, actually. Really? Yeah. What, hostel meaning that there's multiple people in a room? You can be put in a room with a, like another person. Oh, wow. Weird. Uh, we kind of, I only say that because, um, that I think it still might be like that because of what happened to Elisa Lamb, mm -hmm. which we'll get into at the end of the episode. Yeah. So, like I said before, this is just a big list of shitty things that happened. So, um, trigger warnings there's a few in here there is um talk of a baby of being harmed there is suicides and murders um and they're pretty gruesome so if there's children in the room they probably shouldn't listen to this episode and also if those are any of your triggers this is your warning yeah Okay, so you this is the moment where you maybe take your headphones off. Yeah, yeah, or if you're listening to us like at work or something out loud, maybe warn your 
people around you. If you're listening to us out loud, that takes a big nutsack because I used to do that at work on my computer. <laughs> I used to listen to podcasts like on my speakers, not giving a fuck. That's crazy. It's it's one of those things. I I know I cuss a lot, so you're forewarned. Oh yeah, that too. We happen to. I'm trying not to curse as much because. I don't like, I like to listen to myself on the podcast and I personally don't like the way I sound when I curse, but sometimes it just comes out when I'm like intense or like something is like intense to me. Yeah. I'm more like Samuel Jackson. I love cursing. Yeah, he does. Motherfucker. <laughs> okay. So do you want to start? Yeah. Give me one second. So yeah, go go ahead and grab your iPad. I sat on our dog. It's okay, Boba. Sit down. Yeah, my son. You guys don't remember our chunky puppy Thor is is accompanying us in the Something Isn't Right podcast recording studio tonight. Sit down, Boba. Start the first one, okay? Okay. All righty. Okay. So, this crazy list of unfortunate events, and it's not the cool book series that was written early 2000s, and it was also movies and stuff. <laughs> I uh, love those. Those are franchise. classics. Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> have you ever heard of Jack Underweger? Uh, I have, yes, personally. I know, you did the research. I was just... <laughs> It's an open-ended well, question. Well, that and because I've listened to other podcasts about him. Okay, well, interesting character. If you are not personally familiar with him, he actually was. This all happened in 1991, so one year my senior. <laughs> I don't know what that means. A journalist from Austria. He was a serial killer who committed murder in several countries. So he's worldwide, Mister Worldwide. He actually became a writer in prison after he murdered a teenage girl. So while he was in prison for murdering a teenage girl, he was like, you know what? I want to be a writer. Maybe I'll be a writer. And everyone was like, that's a good idea. Do that with your life. He took up a hobby. Yeah. He was right. His writing gained the attention of the Australian, Australian, <laughs> Australian. They're a mix of Austrian and Australian. <laughs> his writing gained the attention of the Austrian literary elite who took it as evidence that he had been rehabilitated. So he was released because he was a good writer. They're like, you know what? You write stories real good. Let's get you the fuck out of prison. So he was hired by several Austrian magazines um, to write about the crime in L.A. So. What he did was he stayed at the hotel, at the Cecil Hotel, during this time where he had happened to strangle three women who were alleged sex workers. So they were found strangled with their bras, and that was actually his M.O. After yeah. being convicted of 11 murders, he was found dead in his cell. He hung himself. He went out like a little biatch. He hung himself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He went out like a biatch. That's crazy. He didn't serve his time. He just killed himself. Maybe he, they strangled him with his bra. This is like the case of like, you know how they always say the person who doesn't look like they would ever do something like this is usually the person that would like the pillar of the community or the friendly neighbor. Yeah, he's that, that guy. That's what this guy looked like. And he literally like asked the cops where the crime was happening, obviously because he was a journalist doing that. But that's how he found these sex workers to kill. 
Yeah, he was like, hey guys, where's all the crime? Where's all the prostitutes? <laughs> I'm at? new to town and I was just looking for something to do. Do you guys know where the, you guys know where I can get a hand job? So this, ew. <laughs> so this is uh, one of the first murderers to be in this hotel. Okay. All right. So let's move on to number two. The this, other thing that was weird about him too, I mean, when they, when they released him, when he was staying at the Cecil, just the background too. We didn't really jump into. Did we go anything about how they looked or how the hotel, the area, or anything like that? Uh, no, not really. You think I should or no? You can. Um, just a quick background on the Cecil Hotel. So it was over by the airport, I believe, or excuse me, it was before the airport was even in Los Angeles. So LAX. So obviously it was built in the 20s. Um, at that time it was near the eco center of like the town. So all the commerce and all the stuff that was happening was relatively close to where the Cecil was. So it, it basically had a lot of these people that were there for business trips or that were there for in Los Angeles for any sort of reason. A lot they, of international people. It, yeah, exactly. a lot of foreigners stayed there. Exactly. So not only that, it, it, as it like went, let's say, as it aged, for lack of a better term, the area that it was in got significantly worse. So it, it went from like okay commuter area to like skid row type shit yeah that's important so just to give you an a background and an idea it went from a nice okay area to basically the like the worst hood that you can ever be in like crackheads are just walking around you know what i mean everyone's just doing whatever people are covered in garbage and trash and trying to wash your windshield for a dollar your windshield's clean yeah, so that kind of gives you a, a if you haven't if you haven't been to LA or like been by this kind of gives you a idea. Okay, so let's move on to number two. Um, sorry, my my iPad keeps going off. So this one has to do with a baby. So just double warning. So a woman threw her baby out of the wind out of the window in 1944. Long story short, this 19 year old girl had no idea she was pregnant. Kind of like that show that used to be on TLC. Yeah. I'm pregnant. That used to trip me out. Like, so, that's so weird to me. I was taking what I thought was a big dump and a baby came out. Well, <laughs> at the time she was sharing a room with a 38-year-old man, she went into the restroom because of stomach pains and gave birth to a baby boy. After giving birth to the child, unaided, she believed the baby to be a stillborn. She panicked and she threw the baby out of the window. Bitch. And it landed on a nearby roof where it was later discovered. It was on a roof? Yeah, she threw it on a roof next to the Cecil. So she had to throw it fucking high. She had to be at least on like the seventh. First off, like I get it. If she didn't know she was pregnant, she didn't know she was pregnant. But your first idea after you have a stillborn is to throw it out the window? Well, that probably explains that this next part, which is she was originally charged with homicide, but the jury found her not guilty by reason of insanity. She was sent away for psychiatric, psychiatric treatment. That's crazy. Back when psychiatric treatment still existed in California. <laughs> yeah. So what we have so far is a murderer that likes to kill sex workers and a dead baby. Yeah, and this is all over the span. These are just two things that happened in, over the span of 60 years. Right. All this right. isn't a long time. In one building. Like, that's what's crazy. Like, it's not like it happened in, like, one city. 
It's in one building this happened. But wait, there's more. <laughs> okay, go ahead with number three. Number three. In 1937, um, it's unknown whether Grace jumped or fell. Either way, she landed on the wires connecting the telephone poles next to the hotel. So a woman jumped out of the window and landed on the, or fell out of the window and landed on the telephone wires next to the hotel. Um, she became entangled, and then when she was taken to the hospital, she actually passed due to how severe her injuries were. She was only 25 years old at the time. That's crazy. Imagine being a passerby seeing that just a fucking lady tangled in like the phone wires. Especially then. Like, we're really crude. 1930s. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. It's like straight AC power, right? They didn't even put. Oh, but if you were a bird and you landed on the wire, you'd get electrocuted, let alone a person. I thought birds don't get electrocuted. I, I, was, just, I was just saying, like, back then, how shitty the technology. That's what would happen. Oh, okay. So number four is another jump. In 1954, a middle-aged woman from San Diego committed suicide by jumping from the seventh floor. She landed on the hotel's marquee. Do you know what a marquee is? Uh, like a thing that is an overhang for rain and for people to stand under when they shade. Yeah, so if you don't know what a marquee is, because I didn't know at the time when I did this, it's basically just when you go into a building, and you know how sometimes they have almost like a like a tent that's yeah. over the entrance that's basically what it is so that's where she landed like uh all the in every movie ever if someone jumps off a building they try to land on that so they don't die yeah um doesn't work obviously so don't try it. a witness was so disturbed that he had to be taken to a hospital now the room where the woman stayed is really popular for people interested in the paranormal it's room 704, but I believe that they don't let anybody um, go in there anymore. They don't. Yeah, they don't let anybody reserve it. There is um, if you're interested, too, there's um, a few good uh, YouTube videos of people trying to like get EVPs and stuff from the Cecil. There was one specifically I watched and it was like a guy and you're not allowed to like they don't they don't want anything to do with ghosts. The like the staff and the people that I guess that own it. You're not allowed to ghost hunt. Like, nobody ever gets approved to do it. So they kind of have to do it, like, on the low. Sus. But this guy, he got some really good ones. Like, I don't know if it was real, but if it was real, it's terrifying. There's, like, people screaming and... Really? It's, yeah, it was terrible. Everyone's like, that'd be a great place to stay. I don't want to hear that shit. That's just like we watched uh, the show. What? The cruel and unusual punishment that they used on... Uh, What's the fucking thing we just watched? Waco. Oh my god, yeah, that was terrible. Um, but yeah, Waco's good. I recommend it. I didn't think I was gonna like it, but if you want to see a cool show about governmental corruption and just crazy, I mean, it's like the two extremes for religion and corruption. Yeah, it's it makes you like it's hard to pick a side. And then you like kind of don't like either side. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's weird, but it's a good show. That's, yeah, it's good. It's interesting. It's fug. All right, go ahead with number five. Number five, and this is something that I can relate to. Not really, but just because of the fact that we used to share the same occupation. <laughs> you didn't sell shoes. I haven't. I've sold. Yeah, you're right. Only bootleg versions of my own shoes. <laughs> Killer salesman. 
1998, the body of a 32-year-old nurse was discovered by her brother in Huntington Beach House. She, at the time, lived with her 28-year-old salesman boyfriend. She had been stabbed multiple times. The police started to suspect the boyfriend when he didn't come back to the house. A little over two months later, after he was arrested at the Cecil, they charged him with the murdering of the nurse. So he was like, I killed her, son. I, I snuck out. I hid at the Cecil. Another murder was added to the list of, oh, excuse me. There's another murder right there for the list of murders that are at the Cecil. Yeah, he didn't even try and, like, go back and play like, oh, my God, someone murdered my girlfriend. Didn't care in her. The fucking lady is that everybody hates. Who? Tiger King. Oh, Carol Baskin. Carol Baskins. Killed her husband. Whacked him. She whacked him. (laughs) Not only that, she fed him to one of those those big old cats. All right. Number six. Killed by a falling body. In 1962, after a woman had a fight with her husband, she jumped out of a window from the ninth floor. She left a suicide note and then fell 90 feet to her death also hitting a 65-year-old man who was walking by. He was killed instantly. That's fucked up. That's a, sucks. Yeah, that's terrible. Like, imagine you're just walking down the street and then you die because somebody else is trying to kill themselves. Like, that's fucked. Yeah, on top of it, what do you think her reaction was? Excuse me! No, I'm, just she's just, <laughs> remember, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The last time we talked about this, I went off a tangent on this bitch was time to, trying to time travel. Well, because, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> I remember. She was she's, trying to jump. I, you were trying to explain it to me, and I just couldn't comprehend. Uh, all right. Well, in Men in Black, quick explanation. We're not go over it, but I'll just say Men in Black, he has to jump off a building to basically reach the velocity he needs in which to time travel because escape velocity, he's traveling down from gravity. So I was saying that maybe that she was trying to do that, but my podcast it for her. My podcasting experience now, I think <laughs> I think that she probably just she was just over there trying to do a like a like a people's elbow or something to the guy at the very end. Well, in one version, which I don't think is true, but there was a few articles that had said that it was actually her husband had walked out of the building and so she was killing herself and he was walking by and so she killed him. That's crazy. But I don't think that's true. I think from majority of them said that it's like an, it was just a random older man. She's just real sad. I've become so numb. Stop. That's what that song reminds me. Don't they fall in that music video? I can't remember. Probably. Okay. My turn. Number seven. Siete, siete, siete. This we're was, not making fun of, like... We're Hispanic, yeah, so we can Hispanic. say that shit. You know what I'm saying? We're, I'm a mutt, so I get away with a lot of shit. So number seven is the Night Stalker. The infamous Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez. Um, in the original one, we spoke about him pretty deeply. But the interesting thing about Richard Ramirez during his... What was it? Two-year spree that out and running around doing evil shit um he stayed in the cecil uh basically the cecil was his um legion of doom well right for a time yeah so he stayed there while in between killings so what he did he only paid and i I think this is probably why and because he's a piece of shit 
but it was only $14 a night at the time because of all the crime that was happening over there. So he was, he basically stayed in that. Um, one of the times too, they reported him that after one of his murders that he had reportedly taken off his bloody clothes and jumped him or jumped him, dropped him into the hotel's dumpster and then just walked past the front desk just butt ass naked. Yeah. But if you're like not familiar with this area, that's not something that would have been like shocking to them. Kind of like here in Vegas, like if you go downtown and you saw like a person walking around in like booby tassels and a g-string, you wouldn't. I mean, that's normal. Yeah. Here, so yeah. Or back to one of my hometowns, if you lived in San Francisco and you saw some homeless person just take a big dump on the street, it's not a big deal. Yeah, you kind of just walk by. Or if they shove a needle in their arm, you kind of just like meh. Who cares? It happens. In their toes. So oh. it, it wouldn't have been a big deal for, like, the front desk staff to see him walking naked or something. Oh, hey, Richard. How's your night? He was like, great. He walked right by. And to be honest, like, I don't think someone can pay me enough to care to confront somebody like that. Yeah, especially if he's arguably one of the most notorious serial killers of all time. Well, they didn't know that at the time. Of course. Obviously. All right, moving on. So in 1934... This is when this happened. Oh, fuck. I don't, I hate this one. Shit. Shit, fuck, shit. Oh, okay. yeah. I'll do this one. Yeah, you can read this one. This one's vicious. All right. Um, number eight, 1934. A former Army Medical Corps sergeant killed himself by slashing his own throat with a razor. A straight razor. So the amount of strength it takes to cut your own neck, <sighs> a lot. It's a good amount. Especially with the straight razor. Like, put your hand on your throat right now and feel how thick that is. And he cut through that with a razor. Like, the ones you use to shave your face. So he would really have to be going to town. So, he was discovered by a maid, too. So, it, he not only cut his own throat, but he bled out everywhere. And was discovered by the maid. She was like, good callback. Housekeeping? You want fresh towel? That's not funny. Okay, sorry. <laughs> He left a suicide note. Uh, he left a suicide note, and he did it because of poor health. That see, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's all those theories about like how when people become suicidal and stuff, that there's maybe like a negative presence that's kind of egging them on to do it. Um, I when I first heard started hearing about those kind of theories from like different TV shows and podcasts, I was like. I, I don't think so. I think legitimately people are just depressed and, you know, sometimes that gets the best of them or the worst of them, I should say. But um, to cut your own throat, I don't see how, especially his reasoning was poor health. I mean, you could just take a bunch of sleeping pills or something. Yeah, something that takes a lot less effort and not as fucking nuts. Not as painful and excruciating. There has... That's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes I do believe that maybe there is an outside force that possesses these people to do something so heinous like that to themselves because that's just, I can't even fathom hurting myself like that. Yeah. That takes a lot of fucking. Uh, I mean, he would be the one to do it though, too, because of his title. Like, I mean, most likely, what, what year was it again? 1938? 34. 34. So he probably, he said he was retired. Yeah. He's a former former Army Medical Corp sergeant. So he was there during World War One, most likely. So he was uh, probably saw some some shit. It's crazy. Still, no, I know you're right. I was just saying of all times of all like the, the careers to do it that like would, shoot yourself. Yeah, that's true. It's true. 
not saying shoot yourself like you should ever kill yourself but like there's other ways to do it without i mean i would just think that would take so long yeah and you have to watch yourself too um all right <clears throat> moving on number nine a marine fireman had been staying at the cecil for several weeks before he decided to commit suicide he jumps off he jumped off the top floor and landed on a skylight of a building nearby man so even the buildings next to them like shit happens to them because of the cecil one got a dead baby and this other one got this dead guy on top of that like the uh, telephone wires have been fucked with right there's people what is wrong what if there's some unique fucking hallucination that a ghost like tries to get people get away from him and they like think they're jumping off of, into something else and then they like jump in and kill themselves i'm i i mean who knows anymore this year has been so crazy i'm like a i can believe almost anything at this point yeah um but also like think about um american horror story that was like that's loosely based off the cecil and look how much corruption not saying that has any validity but like Oh yeah, just the the drama that goes on in that. You know, no, I mean they even they there's a lot of callbacks to uh, the truth about the shit that's happening. Yeah, um, sucks. So another famous. Oh, mark. this one's interesting. I'll, I'll do this. I'll do this one. And then you want to do our um, our like grand finale, lady? Sure. Okay. So Elizabeth Short. Do you know that name? I do do know that name because again you did the notes she was a murder victim that was dubbed by the media as dun 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 the black dahlia and it's one of los angeles's best known unsolved murders it's still unsolved to this day they've like made so many series about this too it's super interesting mm -hmm. there's so Just many the different way that things. like her blood was drained and the position she was left and Plot twist, it was fucking aliens. <sighs> or a skinwalker. That's so much worse. I hope it's not. I'm, I'm terrified of aliens. If there's one thing I'm scared of, it's aliens. Because what can we do to defend ourselves against aliens? Nothing. To find their weaknesses first. Like when they study them in Men in Black. We Literally, us against aliens is like labyrinths against scientists. What, what are we going to do? Yeah. They want to make a human alien hybrid and they want you to carry the baby guess what you're going to carry the baby if they want to put a tracker in you they're going to put a tracker in you if they want to probe you they're going to probe you you know it would be even worse if it was legitimately the plot line of the original dragon ball z like vegeta did come here and just was about to blow up our planet who would beat him now we have nobody chuck norris is old bruce lee's dead I don't know what the storyline is, so I can't contribute. Oh, just Saiyans come another planet, land well, on Earth. Well, there's like that theory too that Joe Rogan always talks about about how he thinks aliens are just us from the future. What? He thinks aliens are just us from the future. He was saying, I forgot in what episode, but that because of the way that we are evolving, because of the way our lifestyle is, like you look at people in like the 20 and 30s, or even like in the 60s and 70s, they were slimmer. You yeah. know what I mean? They looked different. They weren't as fat. <laughs> now we're just like, you know, we're a little bit on the heavier side as a society. and Just uh, how we move and how we labor. transition. 
Yeah. yeah, it isn't as much. So his thing is like, I think it was after he interviewed Elon Musk because Elon Musk was talking about how he's trying to make that chip that can Neuralink. It's a Neuralink that can like cure different diseases. Like, I mean, it could even cure your vision. The or, vaccine it cure it cures genetic imperfections. So he's thinking that you know, so many years in the future, it's be in the future because of all these all this technology and how much we don't have to physically work that we are going to end up looking like grays. And he, that's why he thinks that his theory is it's us from the future, which I don't agree with, but I mean, it, it makes for a cool conversation. Yeah. That's a little bit far fetched. Elon Musk shit is nuts though. Cause he's saying that we're supposed to have those things in the next, like what? Five, 10 years. Yeah. He said five years. He sees it in the next five years. It's basically and like they were even talking about like limbs, like how Christian always jokes around and tells me he's going to get robot legs. And that's actually like pretty fathomable now. I am going to get robot legs. And then on Joe Rogan, he talked about getting robot legs, too. And he could just jump over buildings and shit. <laughs> yeah. So you were like, I looked over you. It was the best time ever because I've said I'm going to get robot legs for probably the, since we've been in relationships the last five years. And I've said it he seriously. Has. He really has. And then I finally that day where i heard it on the joe rogan podcast podcast on the joe rogan, on the joe rogan podcast it was it was amazing it was, was satisfying validated. to me i looked over at diamond i was like <laughs> so yeah so black dahlia she uh oh you didn't finish reading the last part no i didn't um so she was reportedly seen at the cecil's bar in the days shortly before the murder in january 1947 However, this information still uh, remains disputed. Yeah, some people believe she wasn't there. That's why I didn't put too much of her in this because, well, there's a lot of shit about there's her. There's a lot, but um, also it's been back and forth that she was, if she was or wasn't there. So that's like the whole pull the sword from the stone. Everyone wants to solve that fucking mystery and be like, I solved it. Yeah, it's been unsolved for years that's crazy how it's unsolved but maybe uh there'll be a break in the case like with the golden state killer and stuff like that or with time travel yeah that too so the last person we're going to talk about is elisa lamb sorry i don't know if you could hear thor snoring he's he's over it but he likes to sit in here with us he has a constricted airway um okay so Elisa Lam, she was a Canadian student visiting California. Her body was found in the water tank on top of the Cecil Hotel on February 19, 2013. Dang, it was that long ago already? Huh? Holy shit. Um, she, was, she had booked a three-day stay at the Cecil, where she originally had two roommates, but later they were, they were moved because her so-called odd behavior she was just acting funny and they didn't want to be in the same womb yeah. they want to be in the same womb with her so um that's why i was talking about in the beginning about the whole thing being a hostel because they're they do do like where you can be paired with other people which is shitty you not know? think just go to a fucking motel eight or something like don't do that go to a hostel people. yeah that's gross what is this like internet porn or something <laughs> yes internet porn uh, keep in contact. She kept, oh, she reportedly kept in contact with her family every day. So when they didn't hear from her anymore, they reported her missing, which I like, yeah, like 
I'm the type of person who talks to my family literally every day. <laughs> and I guarantee if I went a date, probably a day, without answering or my phone or like talking to them, they would probably like feel like something was up. They do. <laughs> like, I didn't call your mom back one time and she texted me this text. Where's the admin? I was like, <laughs> she's right here. I just think she forgot to call you back. Where's the admin? That's how my I need up. proof. Send me your DNA. <laughs> I don't have any. I need a lock of her hair. Send it in the mail. <laughs> um, hotel staff said she was alone in the morning. She was alone the morning she went missing. A manager of a nearby bookstore said she had been in, in that morning buying gifts for her family back home. That broke my heart. Crazy thing is, she, I mean, why is she going to a fucking bookstore for gifts? Well, I mean, think about it how it is here. Like, there's so many places where it's just like a random store, and there's Bullshit, like, yeah. I visited Vegas or, you know, anything that has Vegas on yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you go I to some random. It's the same shit in LA. Simple ass store, and it's like for uh, like a Walmart, and it's like, I was in Vegas, and it has like their old Vegas section. They do do that shit at our Walmart. I know. Have you seen those, like I the know. magnets and yeah. stuff like that? I'm in Vegas. We're in fucking Summerlin. We're not on the strip. We don't. Yeah, people don't come out this far. Yeah. <laughs> they really want to see. That's why we moved out here. They want to see the cascades. Um, but yeah, that broke my heart because that's just really sad. And then I had to watch the interview where they interviewed the um the bookstore manager, and she was like, she was such a nice girl. Like, it's just sad. It's just a sad situation. Bubba, stop. Um, the police started searching for her, and they didn't find anything. They used scent tracking dogs, but were unable to search the building thoroughly due to the absence of any probable cause a crime had been committed. I mean, which makes sense. Yeah, there wasn't evidence. There wasn't a lot of evidence, and the hotel is a business. So, like, just imagine you being at a hotel and seeing a bunch of cops search. You're probably not going to want to stay there. So, yeah, I kind of understand that. Yeah, we can't really have you guys look around a lot. I mean, there isn't a crime, so maybe two of you can just, like, walk around if you wanted to look. They used flyers and urged anyone with information to come forward. There were no leads, and then the case became even more bizarre on February 16th when the lad... Why is it the lad released? Oh. You're just abbreviating shit. Yeah, I don't remember what the, I guess LA, LAPD, maybe the P got deleted. When the little lad, I'm just kidding. I'm a little lad, cheerio, bitch. I'm a little <laughs> mad. Berries and cream. Stop. Um, when the LAPD released a surveillance video of the Lisa in the elevator at the hotel. Um, in the video, it shows her peeking out, hiding in the corner, pressing random buttons, kind of dancing, overall acting pretty erratic. The, elevators, the elevator doors slide open and close a few times, and then the, the video ends. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody and their mom has seen... Can he, you stay still? He's or, such a fat ass. You're going to get fired, and you're not going to be... You're about to get fired out. right now, son. I'm making an executive decision. Sit down, Thor. You're the loudest shit. Sit down, <laughs> Bubba. Annoying. Uh, <laughs> Lucky you're cute. You're my first son. I'm pretty sure everybody has seen this video. It's uh, it's still on YouTube. It's kind of like sped up, so it looks a little bit creepier. But there's also missing time yeah. in the video that they released, which... They edited some of it out. Yeah, which could be like... 
I mean, I don't know, trying to be rational. It could have just been her standing there for like three minutes or On the maybe other somebody side. else came in the elevator or something. I don't know. And yeah. then to just like. They didn't want to show their identity. On or, the other side, completely crazy conspiracies. <laughs> yeah. Or government cover up. There's like a ghost <laughs> that emerged from the. Yeah. from the floor or maybe because one of the theories is that she played the elevator game the lady from the elevator the game girl was, was there was in the elevator with her she probably was and it looked like the devil herself or maybe it looked like her what if that was the lady from the elevator game taking her spot yeah elevator game episode we haunted games listen to haunted games we go into how to play it and why you shouldn't play it and that's one of the theories on what happened to Elisa. She was talking to that lady. You're not supposed to talk to the lady. That's rule number two of the elevator game. So basically the gist of the game, I'm not going to go over the, comp the whole game completely because we did a pretty good amount of deep diving into it. So you have, you go to a, a building that has at least like, I think it's 10 floors, right? Yeah. You have to go up and down this elevator like um like so many. It has to have at least ten floors, yeah. In combination to get to like another dimension. And in this other dimension, there is a woman that tries to get you to talk to her. And if you talk to her in the game rules it says that she keeps you I guess like in that dimension. In another her. dimension, the evil one that you go to. And there's nobody else in there but you. Just so gotta hang out with that crazy bitch all for the rest of ever. It started on 4chan, and um, I don't know if anyone has actually so successfully played it. All the stories I've read, like on Reddit and stuff, I mean, anybody could put anything on the internet. Sounded fictitious. Yeah, but why chance it, you know? Yeah. So um, this is where it gets kind of dark, well, darker. Guests of the hotel started to complain about the water. The hotel got complaints of the water being discolored, tasting funny and having low water pressure this is what led them to finding her inside one of the tanks a maintenance worker found elisa's body floating naked she Jeez. was partially decomposed her clothes and belongings were found next to her her body had no evidence of trauma sexual sexual assault no traces of drugs or evidence of suicide her death was listed as an accidental drowning that's crazy so it's kind of like that movie dark water which is it's a origin it originated in japan yeah and there's an american version the japanese version is way creepier but uh um, always are it kind of is eerily similar because their water is dark and it i mean the wherever the, the apartment complex or whatever is haunted by a ghost but um they found they find a body too yeah so it's just it's just so bizarre. And the worst thing is it was probably the decomp was because of the water. It, yeah. So it accelerated her decomposition. And it pro she was only in there for maybe, let's say, a couple of days before stuff started breaking down. Probably not even. Probably like a day or two. That's what I mean, like beans. one or two days. Look at what your skin does when you take like a bath for too long. It already starts to prune. Or those people, uh, like sailors that get stuck at sea, then they take them out of the water. and their skin rips off they just fall apart yeah because the salt um ugh. like making yourself beef jerky Ew, soggy beef jerky sun and sharks 
Sorry, I didn't mean to take a shot at the sharks. I know they're good things. I apologize. <laughs> Leave the sharks. I didn't want to hurt anyone. I apologize. If <laughs> trigger warning, if you if you love sharks, don't listen to what I said earlier. <laughs> so many questions and theories come from this case. Many questions how she was able to access the water tanks. They were even propped up on cement blocks without easy accents. Access. The lids were heavy, even just getting to the roof was questionable because it was locked and had alarms. So the big question is, how did she manage to get into the tank alone and put the lid back on by herself? Yeah. So in the videos that I watch where there's a few where they debunk this, like it's not that hard to get to to the um to this to the roof. <laughs> they just played like a Mission Impossible theme and then you just see a camera with one person. It's like done done he just hide goes between yeah. there's, there's this one guy who gets up to the roof and the alarm doesn't go off when he goes outside and then they show like how you can climb into them but nobody's been able to debunk how she took the lid off and put it back on in the water because when you're on the, if you're floating in the water you don't have anything to, to accelerate on. yourself off of Yeah. so how did she put this back on and then why was she naked? Yeah. Yeah. What else is disturbing is her blog, which I believe was a Tumblr page, uh, remained active four months after her death. Also, her phone was never found. And so maybe it was auto reposting or maybe it was something more sinister. Someone, some spirit was over there posting posts on Tumblr just about happiness. They're like, I, I need to have a good outlet. No, thank you. I don't think they were like happy posts. So she posts a lot about like her depression. She was bipolar. She was diagnosed with bipolar and depression. So she was on medication for that. And there's been a few videos where they actually talk about how maybe she didn't take her medication because in some in it says in the reports there's no evidence of like drug overdose or stuff or anything like that. So yeah. maybe she had an episode or but that still doesn't answer how she put her the lid back on after she put herself in the water tank. Yeah, and she had a bunch of weird... Uh, she had drugs in her system, but it wasn't an overdose, right? She had a bunch of weird fucking chemicals or compounds. I think she had... Um, uh, we I did this note so many months ago, so I don't remember everything I researched. But I do believe she had drugs in her system, but they I think they were her meds. The ones that she was prescribed, and they weren't overdose, but yeah. Like, she didn't have any weird interactions, uh, except for one chemical that they found in there that didn't make sense why it was there. And that yeah. was about it, right? Yeah, there was, like, one. I don't so remember what it was. Maybe she, maybe she did take something. I mean, I'm not sure. It's Some just, weird interaction. You know, you've seen a, those medical ones where the list of shitty things that can happen to you fucking eight years long when they tell you on the commercial? Oh, yeah. I mean, and we don't... I mean... People think weird things happen all the time. Like people say it all the time. Like reality is stranger than fiction. Maybe it was a combination of those things. We draw from reality to create our fiction. There has to be some sort of similarity, you know? Yeah. I also, I mean, it just really makes me sad because she, I couldn't imagine being her family because they have no answers like it makes me feel bad for her i don't know this girl at all i've yeah and i feel like terrible not knowing what happened to her i can only imagine 
how her family feels not having answers and then not only that like i mean she's kind of become like an internet sensation because of this so yeah and in the way of which she died right. i mean she's naked that could be terrible for a parent it's a hard thing to think of to hear yeah to hear about your daughter and obviously they were like a close family they talked every day yeah she called them so yeah that there was actually a death after hers i don't know why it's not in here i think it was a man that had committed suicide but it was like in 2016. yeah i remember that one you said so tell us what you think happened to sam yeah, we would love to hear your theories. We, I love making fucked up crazy theories, so no theory is too crazy for us. Yeah, honestly. I mean, you hear us rant, go off on tangents. Now, imagine when we're not recording ourselves because I say dumber shit that sometimes makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let us know what you guys think. And if I miss things in here, or if you've ever stayed at the Cecil, let us know how your experience was. A easy way to let us know too um you could go over our email if you wanted to email us directly or you can reach us through email or message on our website they're both one and the same our website something isn't right podcast.com and our email is just info at something isn't right podcast.com so if you wanted to send us any information you wanted to go to our website to look at any of the stuff that we post on here we have a blog we have relevant information that we talk about um, we have a good amount of stuff on there, and we would be happy if you checked it out for us. Yeah, also, um, please like, share, and subscribe. Uh, that's, like, the best thing you can do for us if you can leave us a review. Uh-huh. It kind of helps get us to the top so more people can hear us. Exactly. Or just send our episodes to your friends and family if you like us. If you don't like us, then, I mean... That sucks for us, but then send us to your friends and family and tell us how shit, tell them how shitty we are and have them <laughs> listen because we don't care. All publicity is good publicity. But yeah, that's uh, thank you guys so much for listening. That's like the best thing you could do for us is just to share. Thank you for listening to the Something Isn't Right podcast, and we hope you have a very cool but spooky night.